Hello, everyone. This is your host, Xavier Evans. This is our co-host, Brandon. It's just me and Brandon again. We have the guys around, but Charles is a bit sick. That's the toilet flushing. You may or may not be able to hear that. Yeah, he's not in the best uh, moods. Well, not really moods, but he's just sick. Health-wise, he's sick. He's dealing with some withdrawal from his medicine. His stomach is pretty bad from what I see. Yeah. Um, he told me they threw up when you guys got here. Yeah, he got out of my car and then just went out and did it. Well, threw up anyways. Yeah, you don't have to sugarcoat. But definitely, let's not talk about throwing up because if someone's eating on the other side, I feel very bad for you. So, uh, yeah, this is the Hypercast. Uh, pop culture, some storytelling. Uh, mainly, uh, we focus on hobbies. So, uh, Brandon, let's get started with those interesting facts. All right, so here's the interesting facts for the week. Lego has a temperature-controlled underground vault in Denmark with nearly every set they've ever created. Now, these are... uh like models that they've built out of their legos yeah like every model and set they've ever made from the time they were created to like now hmm. and it's air con- it's temperature controlled why would they need that is it so okay what's the location again denmark denmark is a cold region right yeah I from w- what i remember Okay, then I guess I can see that, but that I that well to start, that's pretty impressive that they keep everything. It's kind of like a museum. Is it public? Do you do you know that? I don't think it's public. I from it's being said like underground vault. Okay, vault. Eh. So oh, I don't God. think it is. All right, then yeah, I can see it like being like locked up. And I'm sure, like, somewhere in the world, there's, like, an actual Lego museum. I know there's, like, the like, Legolands and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Not really amusement parks. Well, something like that. Okay. Yeah. What's our next interesting fact? Sorry. Okay, the next fact is, if a polar bear and a grizzly bear mate, their offspring is called a pizzy bear. A pizzy bear. Yeah. So these are two bears from of different types. So okay, I didn't even know bears could cross breed until today when you told me that pre-recording. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like cross breeded like animals. Like I know tigers and lions have done it before. They're called like ligers or like well, I think they're called only ligers. Huh. Oh yeah, uh this is gonna this is going to move away from uh, the bear thing, but just for a second. So yesterday I found out that dolphin meat is called Miha Miha, which is weird because I don't know. Like, are people afraid to say dolphin meat? Like, do you want a dolphin burger? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would never eat a dolphin just for personal reasons. But yeah, I just found that interesting. So as for the bears, so the panda is considered a bear. Can can pandas crossbreed as well? I'm pretty sure. But yeah. I don't exactly know what 
their thing would look like. Pandas are lazy compared to our bears. They're just giant, giant cuddle monsters. I think they can't kill if they're mad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. All right, well, that's pretty cool. Definitely not as uh, uh, rattling as the dolphins. The the passive-aggressive dolphins. Passive-aggressive dolphins. Yesterday, we went to downtown Detroit because I like to take pictures. Yeah. And I wanted to get some shots of the Riverwalk and Canada, as well as the GM Renaissance Center. I also took that opportunity to uh, take pictures of Brandon, Charles, and myself, which all those pictures turned out really well. And I hope I can find somewhere to use them because the current banner, uh, there's just a lot of things I don't like about it. Brandon's the only one smiling, but his head is way too big. Uh, Charles, he's not smiling and his facial hair is... I don't know. <laughs> I want Charles to like uh, line up his mustache at the very least. It looks like he's eating his mustache half the time. <laughs> And uh, me, I'm not even I, I don't even know what my emotion is. I look like I'm there, but I'm not there. Like I'm I'm attempting to smile or I was about to smile. But anyways, what we did this time was we brought the computer since I'm using a Canon. I shoot my shots and videos with a Canon uh, T6. Yeah, it's just a regular T6. And uh, it takes beautiful pictures. It's definitely not your high end two thousand dollar camera like the 5D or whatever. But it gets the job done. And it took some beautiful pictures in Detroit. Now, as for the pictures I took of like Brandon and Charles, like this time, uh, the the picture came out like really nice for Brandon. Um, got him to smile. We used a computer as a monitor. Uh, we used remote shooting. I had Charles man the like uh, angling the tripod and I was looking at the monitor, making sure everything was focused. Brandon could see himself. So he knew how to like uh, face himself or pose or whatever he was doing. <laughs> yeah whatever i was doing <laughs> i i had one picture of you uh when you're like you were like completely blurred out but i still took the picture it looks like you're plotting something but since the picture is so out of focus it looks more menacing <laughs> looks like you're about to blow up a school bus or something. whoa whoa there okay yeah it's it's kind of out there but hey what, whatever dark humor you know uh charles his pictures came out really good i'm so glad i told him to bring his hair tie because yeah. he he looks a lot more uh like a man of reason when his hair is kept. I just hope he would keep his beard. Is that a goatee? I don't think it connects. With, uh, I don't want to think about it. His beard scares me. I'm sure there's like, I don't know, there's some person out there who will like a lot of facial hair. And Charles will be a lucky person. So how, how did you like the river walk? I liked it. It was nice. I liked the breeze that was coming in from the river and all that. I honestly think that's the best thing about Detroit um, is the Riverwalk. Um, you said you've never been there. Charles said he's never been there. And that shocked me. As residents of the metro Detroit area, I thought like at least the majority of people would have been there. And I expected you guys to have, like been there at some point. Especially Charles, might, who was Canadian. I might have been there when I was like very young, but I might not remember. They have so many festivals and carnivals and stuff. And if you go down there during the summer, there's always some guy like 
with like a hat on the ground, like playing the drums or like you like you saw the guy with the beatbox on his bike. There's always something interesting going on or like the lady who was trying to sing. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Her, her 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 vocals how did you and charles describe her vocals um i described it as like you going down like a bumpy road or like a gravel road and it's like, <laughs> like something like she that she was trying so hard and uh this lady passing by commented on it and i just found that like so like like saddening but that didn't hurt the girl's confidence she just kept singing and singing i was like you go for it she I like that. I like that kind of confidence. You can just go out there and do what you like. Then we went inside the GM building. Yeah. Which that was like a uh, uh, short plug. I found a Panera bread in there. It's pretty nice. Yeah. That yeah, was a cool scenery in there as well. Then we went up. Very, very, very nice with the glass panes and all that. And especially the glass walkway. No. Yeah, Brandon, uh, you you have a you have a fear of heights, right? A definite fear. I, it's <laughs> like if it's something like a two feet drop or like one foot drop, I, my head just goes like out of whack. Two feet? Do you know how high two feet is? I know. It's like when we were going down those. Uh, that was like ten feet up. When we were going down like the steps from um, like right next to the river walk. Yeah. Like I, I was getting shaky from that. Oh, that's why you're taking so long to get down the steps because they were so they were so high from each other. Yeah, got you. Okay, I, I I can I guess I can see that you got really nervous when Charles was uh no when I was leaning against the uh, fencing where the water was. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about your little fear there. But inside the GM Renaissance Center, imagine this building made like of like the windows are like all glass and stuff, and uh ceilings you can see out of that there's these towers i think there's like three or four towers for each section and um you can there's just a walkway in the central tower and it, it uh, the middle is just showcasing like cars from like the detroit area you know because we're the motor city and all that uh we we're just walking around i got some nice shots on the cannon it looked yeah. really good and uh uh charles i think you i I think he was just passively coming on. Oh, yeah. Charles was my model. Charles was my uh, like picture model. He, he's very photogenic if he's not trying too hard. But you I just I just let you I just let you stay off the side, right? Yeah, you, you, you just don't do well with heights. There wasn't much we could do with you. So be it. I know I'm, I'm fine near the water. And like leaning against it, but it's like when it's actually like so high up and like when we're like the first or second floor is there the, something from your childhood that inspired this fear i i don't exactly know i don't know is there a time where you're like really scared of heights as a kid um the time you had to deal with being high off the ground no, that you can remember i, I can't remember huh I was trying to see, like, is there any because underlying like, trauma, or did did your dad like toss you in the air and try to grab you or something no, like I, that? <laughs> no, but I mean, we had like earlier, like in my childhood, we had like this pool, like uh, above ground pool, where it's like you have to use a ladder to like get up onto the deck in the pool itself. Yeah, but like that was like 
a bit high off the ground. I would say like eight feet high, something like that. But like, I don't think I was like that scared of being that high up. But I don't know what transpired it or transpired my fear. Hmm. Now, do you uh, get scared uh, swimming? Not really. Do you go on the deep end? I do. But I. How tall are you, actually? It's a little bit off topic. Probably like five foot eight. Yeah, I can see that. I'm around six foot. Charles is probably like six one or something, or six as well. Something around there. Okay, so uh, where do we go to eat after that? We Big went boy? to Big Boys. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Too bad Charles isn't here because I picked up a, a light novel um, last week. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was like right after we left uh, for the from the last session, right? Yeah. Uh, we went to back to Second and Charles, the bookstore, and I just went up there and uh, after picking out a book, what was the name of this book? I want the book. The book's name is "I Want to Eat Your Pancreas," and it is a very, very amazing, beautiful story between two people who share a secret and bond over that. But it is the saddest secret ever. And I just went up to the uh, the coffee bar. And read that while Brandon was picking out some books that hopefully he'll read one day. <laughs> yeah, I got um two books. It was like the both of them were called like lore, but they're like two different books. One's like disturbing places, and the other is like mythical creatures, I think. But it's from this one guy called uh, what was his name? Aaron Mankey. He does like a podcast as well, which is called Lore. But I found it interesting because I like I like the paranormal or um, like disturbing places or creatures that are of the unknown and that stuff. And that's why I wanted to talk about cryptids and that stuff, because like they draw interest to me because I, I know I like the unknown, I guess you could say. Yeah. I want to know everything about this stuff. So the uh, myth- mythical things and like uh, strange things like interest you? Yeah. I, I Well, that explains why you like stranger things. That, that explains that too. Uh, I want to talk about the book that I was reading, I guess. I don't want to get into spoiler territory. Oh. By the way, I'm trying to get you to read Made in Abyss. Yeah, that's the other well, manga. I yeah, guess you could say this one's a manga, I believe. the The, the anime is so good. Maybe you should just watch the anime if you don't want to read the manga, though. But uh, as far as the book that I read, I want to eat your pancreas. Um, there was a story. It's a story about this boy who's kind of a lot like Charles. Uh, you know, I won't compare it to Charles. He he had some qualities that I could relate to as well, like. Maybe like back some years, like not like not wanting to talk to everybody, uh, being reserved, kept to themselves, enjoying things by themselves, not big on like hanging out with everybody. And then there's this girl who uh, is like outgoing, has a lot of friends, is popular, talks to everybody. 
And um, there's this there's this uh, this boy. Uh, he's at the hospital and the girl's at the hospital, too. And she leaves her book behind uh, in the waiting room. And uh, the boy picks up. Uh, the boy picks up her book, which is her diary and in her diary. She talks about that. She is dying in a year because her pancreas has stopped working. And according to the book, what the pancreas does is it creates energy from the things that you eat, I guess. And if your body's not creating energy, it's going to die. Mm-hmm. So uh, medication has got her going this long, but she's gone uh, around since like middle school, knowing that she's going to die. But she's been she's chosen to have like a positive outlook to, towards it. So she yeah. finds out he read this book and he tells her or no, the way he responds after she tell uh, she asked him, uh, like, you, you know, I'm dying. You should you probably feel bad now. He's like, okay, and this like shocks her, and so after that she just won't stop leaving him alone. And uh, later you come to know. I'm not gonna hop into spoilers. She's been uh, she she enjoys being around him uh, because he doesn't like make her feel like she's going to die. He treats her like a normal person still, but. He, Perhaps he just hasn't accepted that this girl is actually going to die. And like this girl ultimately just changes this guy's perspective because she she has him do all these things. You know what? And it's really this nice. Reminds me of what's that? It reminds me of the anime called Your Lion April. That's what I thought it was before I picked up the book. But I'm probably going to have to read that. Does someone die in that? It, it's basically the same plot basically really somewhat okay i'm probably gonna have to watch that but when i'm feeling not sad (laughs) i don't know do you watch are you supposed to watch sad things when you're sad i think you're supposed to resonate with your feelings in order to deal with your feelings because i think if you fight them with other feelings like create backlash that's for another episode we can talk about the mental uh state and all that mess so great book I recommend it. I want it's called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. It has a movie adaptation, but it is somewhat uh, uh, faithful to the book. I found some things out of place, but I understand how they can't they can't fit this. I think the most important aspect of the book was this was over the span of months, like spring to summer. Like in the movie, you can't replicate that feeling of time passing by, like all the times they ate, all the times they slept, all the times they uh, messaged each other, all the times they met up at school. You can't replicate that in one hour and 30 minutes. Well, I think what they could have done is made like an anime adaptation of the book. That would have been great. I think that would have fit this yeah. book. Yeah. That would have been great, too. It, it did get a, a manga made. I don't know if it was fan made or not, but yeah. No, it it was at second and Charles as well. Was uh, it? Yeah. Huh. I saw it online, but okay, that's cool. So yeah, check out that book. I love it. If you like romance and feeling sad, like really sad, because there's a huge twist, definitely check it out. So, Brandon, uh, before we end this off, like, let's talk about you and your goals. For me, I want to be like, I, I like photography. I want to I uh, continue my programming career because I really love uh, like computers and code and all that mm-hmm. stuff, you, you know, all that. But let's talk about you. Like, what do you, what, where, where's your goals at 
like your gaming career? Um, it's like somewhat in the middle. I don't know if I want to actually create games or review games. Well, which do you which idea do you enjoy more? The idea of making games or the idea of playing games? I like playing games a lot because it takes my mind off of certain things that might upset me or stuff like that in in uh in this world today. I don't mean to cut you off, but Miyamoto said a really, really uh important quote. There's a he's not looking for gamers, he's looking for designers. There's a completely different approach to making games than there is to playing games. There's a reason that gamers don't make games because there's there's a, there's different thought processes that go into creating these things and they're structured. So yeah, I can definitely see you being more apt to playing games and sharing your thoughts and experiences. Yeah, because I'm I guess we could go back to why we started the podcast because we wanted to get our opinions and voices out into the world. And um, one of my main reasons to do that, like I said, to get our voices out. And I always had thoughts, feelings, opinions, and all that to get out for like games, like theories, speculation, or like I just want to talk about them. But either like other friends don't really want to talk about it. They're not really interested in the game that I'm playing. So why not talk about it to people that might actually care about it? So yeah, I I guess I could go with game reviewing then. Or just games in general. Because you want an outlet to talk about these experiences that you enjoy having. I can see that. Now how do you plan on going about that and where do you see yourself? Uh, once you once you begin that career um well i know i'm playing persona 5 right now that's gonna be my first game i actually full-on review i know the game came out two years ago but i feel like this is a good start to show people that I might that I'll expand and do other games and review other games and for the future I know it's like some people if they want to like review games are going like oh I want to get like a free code from a company or like stuff like that but it's like I just want to review games because I enjoy playing them and I want to so you want to be like a YouTuber yeah, or entertainer or something like that. I'd say you're on a good start being on this podcast. Yeah. So, uh, one of your big goals is to be on, uh, or no, uh, to go to E3, right? Yep. What 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 do you like about E3? Like, what makes you want to go there? I I always see people like getting all the seeing all like the new games and information getting announced from like studios, game companies and all that. 
and then playing all these like game demos for all the new games coming out that aren't even like out yet. So I would like to go there and like maybe like talk to some of the companies and um play the games that aren't even out yet to just like experience this convention, I guess you could say. That's good. I mean you could like share it with people too. Yeah, I that definitely sounds fun. I hope I get to go to E3 one day myself. Definitely looks like a fun experience. That's that's under the assumption that every company is going to be doing E3 still because some people are dropping and joining. It's it's a mess right now. And then uh, I think Nintendo went one time with like just a digital presentation. Are they still doing digital presentations? Well, the Nintendo Directs. Yeah. So they just do like a direct and then um. Oh yeah, the tournament is this year too. They're having the tournament. So it's going to, of course it's going to be Smash Bros. They're obviously going to showcase Super Mario Maker, uh, Splatoon. Yeah, man, I, I can't get back into that game, but that's good. Um, I, I think that's a good note to leave on. Uh, gold related stuff because that's pretty optimistic. Um, any last thoughts? This was, um, a, this was a pleasant week. I enjoyed yesterday. Yeah, it it was an okay week. I'm going to be trying to hone my Instagram skills and uh, connect with people and more podcasters. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best and complete Persona Five and start my review for it. Sweet. And I know I'm planning on getting the play PSVR this week as well. So that's another basically console I would be reviewing games on sweet so if you want to follow me on instagram you can follow me at evans 00 xavier evans 00 xavier and you can also follow uh our official twitter for the podcast studio dot wait no 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 that's the gmail that's the email my bad all right all right oh yeah uh kickback boys one that's was that it at kickback boys one i believe that that is it at kick boy at kickback boys one yeah yeah that's our uh handle for twitter so i'm trying to um redo the reinvent the twitter and i'm also creating the youtube page Hmm? facebook oh yeah well I, i just wanted to get those things established too so on facebook you can reach reach us at kickback boys it's simply kickback boys and you'll also find me on facebook through that uh one thing i wanted to touch on before we jump to your social media plugs you know you can, you can just go ahead maybe it'll hit me um for my twitter it's at vextro 55 that's uh at ve v-e-x-t-r-o 55 again that's vextro 55 with instagram it's the dank 77 that's t-h-e-d-e-n-k 77 again that's the dank 77 on instagram i just remembered what i was thinking of uh, so we have a new link uh i will post it in the description it'll also be in the podcast's official like bio but it's a new link that takes you to a page that contains all of our platforms and you can choose your preferred one and subscribe there so you know when we have a new episode and you have quick access to it because it's the one you, you enjoy going to whether it be spotify itunes google so on this goes on so 
Thank you for listening to this week of Kickback Hypercast. We hope you enjoyed your week and we hope your next week is even better. This is Hypercast signing.